All right, and we're back. Listen, you know, I've been trying to catch up with a friend of mine for a minute, but she's so busy out here burning up these uh, hip hop uh, charts. My girl, Dream Doll, she's here. Dream Doll, what's up? Hey. You know, I know it's so funny. Like, I've been wanting to talk to you for I don't know how long, but it always seems like you're on the go uh, catching a bag. So I'm not mad at that, though. No, no, no. But we here now. That's all that matters. We got more to talk about. I, definitely. Look, I didn't know you were a Pisces. I, it seems yeah. like I can't, I can't escape Pisces. Are you a Pisces? No, I'm a Leo, but my mother's a Pisces. My brother's a Pisces. Oh. Floyd Mayweather's a Pisces. I think Queen Latifah's a Pisces. Like, all these people that I, I know are Pisces. friends. Pisces. really Pisces gang out here in the streets. All right, so listen, um, you know, one unknown fact is that me and Dream Doll, beyond the fact that we both have been on Wild and Out, we both have been on Love and Hip Hop, we are both neighbors in New York City. I never see her, though. Do you escape out the back door? Do you leave by helicopter? How is it that you exit the building? Listen, I'll be getting out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck around, motherfuckers be outside, you know? <laughs> But um, no, nah, I, I just, I got weird hours. Mm. And but clearly you'll be outside because if you would have caught me coming in the late night, drunk, walking through the hallway. No, listen, when I come in the building, it's usually, I'm usually in by 11 or I come at like 4 a.m. Like there's no midnight or early. It's just late or really late. Yeah, yeah. No, we usually go for food after. So probably like five-ish. Okay, so Dream Doll, you're you're a New Yorker. You're from the Bronx. What now for people who aren't from New York? Now, New York is one of my favorite cities in the world. Uh, it's one of for me the realest cities in the world. But it's also a city where, like, even though it's so big, you can still like bump into people. What is the difference for those of people who aren't from New York? Like, when you're Bronx bred, what is the difference from being Bronx bred and then from everywhere else? Um. Well, I would have to say that's where I got my hustle from, being Bronx bred. Um, but I feel like I don't really bump into that much people in my city unless it's like an industry event or like maybe they'll come to my hosting. But besides that, I don't really be seeing nobody in New York, really. Or maybe shopping. You might see one person, but it's never like mad people. Really? So, shout out to your billboard. I seen your billboard. Okay. I know that's right. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to get, you know, I'm trying to get my cloud up a little bit. Yes, I'm like, oh shit, look at Jason. Wait, so now you're from the Bronx. Now, did you and Cardi know each other before? Like loving hip hop music, like did you guys run into each other in the Bronx? We both worked at Sue's at the same time. Really? Mm -hmm. Sue's rendezvous. I was bartending and she was dancing. And when I worked at Lust, I was bartending and she was a dancer. So we was there at the same time. What is it about New York strip club bartenders? They look better than any other strip club bartenders anywhere. Like in the LA, no shade to them. They don't be having all their teeth. The bodies don't be right. L.A. bartenders, like, they just as sexy as the dancers. No, yeah, yeah, no. We're known for having some fine-ass bartenders in New York, definitely. When you look at your hustle and, you know, you're hustling in music, you're hustling, getting the bag, and, you know, hosting different things, where does that hustle come from? Does that come from your culture? Does that come from your community? Does that come from the strip club? Does it come from all of it? I have to say it come from growing up at Eating World Projects. It was like um, I knew what I wanted, so I always had to work for it. Um, and my mom, like my mom was raised me as an independent single mom. So I always looked up to her. That was always my idol. And she helped me be who I am today. Now, now I've only been to the Bronx projects one time and that was to see a nigga that I don't even know where he's at anymore. 
how does uh, and this and i don't want to sound stupid because people are gonna be like oh he got money no i'm just i've never been in like the 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 la the la and california projects very different than the bronx project so so how does a girl who's as pretty as you with a body as you do have exist like how do you stay safe in an environment like that like you know i mean sure there's people were hating on you niggas was always hollering at you did you have to fight your way out to this to the bus like what was it how was it it wasn't um it was fun my 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 childhood was lit growing up in the bronx was lit growing up in even projects was lit i felt like i was always like involved like when we played game whether it's manhunt basketball games um, going to other people's hoods, like partying, like I, I was never, I was never a time where I felt unsafe in my, where I'm from. Even like going to other people, I don't feel like it was like that much. It, it wasn't bad. Like I never found, I never fig- felt like growing up in the Bronx was bad. Like I always felt like safe. Maybe because do you ever feel now that you've made it out? Because now I know where we live. It ain't, it ain't over there. Do you ever feel guilty, like? you know, I want to go back, I want to be more involved, or, you know, like, do you have that guilt or that remorse of, because some people get, you know, um, success guilt, like I'm successful, and I feel like I've lost my community or left my community. Do you feel like you have to go back? Or do you miss going back? I'm always in my hood. That's one thing about me. I'm oh, where I'm from. I'm always there. All, all my friends, majority of my friends, they still live live in Edenwall. So I'm always there. I like. I just like going there. Like even like Edenwall day, I did the turkey turkey job. Give back. Like you know, um, I love where I'm from, and I get so much love where I'm from. So I would never stop going back to the hood. Like I was just there last week, chilling, put lamb truck outside. You feel me? Just chilling in the crib. But now, okay, but now is that safe though? Because we know we know your hood because recently, you know, you, you had the incident at your booking where your bodyguard oh, was. I was in St. Louis. What'd you say? Yeah, in St. Louis. Yeah, St. Louis. No, but no, but what I'm saying, when we when I heard the video, when they sent it to me and it was posted on Hollywood Unlocked, and I heard how calm you were during the whole situation, I'm like, she clearly is from the hood because she's she's going through a very traumatic situation. Even after going through that, do you are you not are you just more aware of your environment when you go back to the hood in the lamb truck or do, does it not bother you? It don't be bothering me. But that situation, um, it was more to it, you know, but thank God the driver okay. I got everything back and I'm just moving different when it comes to my hostess now. Just making sure that never happened again. Did you feel like you were set up? Hard to me. Hmm. It's just certain oh. things that it makes sense, mm-hmm. but I don't have any proof that I was. So at the end of the day, I, I just, everything just happens for a reason and I'm moving different going forward. So. Well, I'm glad that you're safe. I'm glad that you weren't, weren't hurt. And I hope that the bodyguards. Okay. You know, one of the reasons why I never did bo- uh, bookings, my first season of love and hip hop, even my second season was, I always felt like it was a payment for a trap. I always felt like they trying to get me for different reasons, probably than you, but you know, people just didn't like me at the time. So. Yeah. I mean, we put our lives on the line by going posting our address, whether we promoting a restaurant we at or a hosting or wherever we at, we put our lives on the line by doing it. Um, so Every day is just like, just trying to make it to the next day, you know? But I be wanting to see my fans supporters. Like I have fans and supporters in St. Louis that, you know, one day I'll be back, but right now I'm not gonna be back cause I'm still in my feelings, but you know, it is what it is. 
Well, I'm glad that you're okay, and uh, I'm glad that you made it out of there. Okay, so now let me ask you, going back to the Bronx thing. Now, you're you're Dominican? No. Puerto Rican? My mom, no, my mom's like my dad's white. My mom, really? my mom's like my dad is white and black. No. You're white, you're, you're white and black? Yes. I am gagging over here. All this time, I thought you were like a span, you know, because I'm black and Italian, so. Speak my Spanglish. But you're black and oh my god! So you're like the undercover sister, like you know, like you're black and white, but you can blend in. I know that's right. <laughs> but yeah, my okay, mom, well, my dad, my dad is my dad's um, dad is white, his mom is black, and my mom, both parents are black. So okay, so you're more black than anything. Yes, I am. But how do you do? You ever have challenges when it comes to like? Because me being lighter skin, I've had been called colorist. I've been accused of not understanding both sides. White people think really? I'm black, black people think I'm Spanish. Yeah. Have you ever had those issues? Um, no. I mean, you know, we, we have, we're having a watch what we say a lot of the times and um, we say whatever we want, like mainly most of the time. But um, I ain't never have no issues as far as that, that goes. Well, maybe I need to learn from you. All right, so I now- trying, I just be saying, I, I don't know, but I never got that before. So how are you dealing with fame? I mean, you've been, you know, noticeable, recognizable, and now famous for a while. How are you dealing with it? I mean, does it bother you? Are you consumed with it? Do you not care about it? What do you, how are you dealing with it? <laughs> not not care about it. Um, I mean, I've been doing it for so long that I feel like it's, it's whatever. Like, um, you know, I wish sometimes we could have a little mask that we put on and just be like, like sometimes just be like not known. But then it'd be like, it, it helps us in, in many ways. Um, but sometimes it just be like too much, but then it'd be, I, I know what I signed up for at the end of the day, but um, it's just whatever to me. It's just, I just want my every year to be different and just growth every year. That's what I've been aiming for. Hmm. So, what, so what are your dreams? I mean, I know you're doing music, but like, do you have dreams beyond the music, um, creating? What what are your dreams like? If you, if if there's the ideas that go through your mind outside the music, what are they, in terms of your creativity? As far as creativity, um, I've been trying to learn different instruments, um, how to play instruments, um, acting, one to with with that, um, and just how to grow my brand as far as you know, being like more universal, like I doing this, doing that, like like. I want to be when you think when when my team when things come to my team it's like oh she she can do that she can do that or oh, people don't know that I used to do that like even as far as learning how to play instruments like I want to perform more on my Alicia Keys shit you know type of vibe. Mm -hmm. All right, so now let's talk about the music. Um, when you, it's always interesting when I'm talking to Cardi about her career and now talking to you, both beautiful women in hip hop, both holding your own uh, on the stage. Now when you were were when you were working in the club did you have aspirations then that you wanted to do music or when did you get bit by that bug that this is the career path for me so i always tell people my story when i was in college i used to rap but i used to do like you know like cutting ass like make like jokes and shit like that mm -hmm. like i was good at cutting ass like make like making jokes with throughout my raps so when i was younger and we, i was in college i loved being the only female on guy tracks when we used to be in the 
the closet and with the microphone hanging up on the hanger and, you know, the egg pads on the walls and the doors, like making our own little studio, making it work. You know, it wasn't nothing big, but I did it for fun. You know, but it was making me no no money. And I, if you went to college, you know how hard it'd be to survive in college. But then I met up with Self, and that's when he told me that he didn't believe that I, that I used to rap. So I went. He's like, oh, bring me back a song. If you, I want to know that I can take you serious. So then I went and did Everything Nice, which is one of my biggest songs still. And um, that was my first time actually in the studio with a producer, not some YouTube, beat off YouTube or stuff like that. So that's not happened. And so, and now you're doing your thing. And then you did Love and Hip Hop. Did what was that experience like for you? Um, Love and Hip Hop was just like um, I was basically just you know get in get out situation. I didn't want to make it like a a cast situation, um, but it helped my music. I did get a lot of streams. My sales did go up, and I got what I got out of it, and I kept it pushing. But it was Would cool. You ever- would you ever do reality TV again? Not Love and Hip Hop, but another reality show? Like maybe let I us would, see who you're dating? I would do another reality TV show. Um, I'm actually in talks about something for me where I can be in control um, as far as the narr- narrative goes. But um, definitely I'm coming back to these screens. Hmm. So let, let's get a little personal. Now, you're very private when it comes to your love life. I mean, you're not hanging in the lobby with anybody. I've not seen you. I've been, you know, perusing the elevator. Right. That's crazy. I'll be ducking you. <laughs> you do. You're very good at ducking. You're a professional ducker. But let me ask you. So you're sexy. You're successful. You're independent. You got your own money. You have a beautiful smile. That chain is choking you oh so lightly. Who... Is dating dream doll? Um, I believe in private. Yo, let me say something, Jason. Private life is the best life. I'm telling you, when it comes to dating, because at the end of the day, when y'all stop dating or y'all don't work out, or even if y'all are working out, when they go their way, you go their your way. There's no extra strings attached. You're not on their roster or they co- part of their collection. It's the best. I'm not. I wish I would have been knew that. Right, but, but 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 still, like New York, the weather's getting ready to change. We have that bad, beautiful backdrop with the city there. You know, all we need in our building is a fireplace. I'm telling you, it'd be real cozy. Yes. Don't you, <laughs> don't you want as the weather's changing now to have that certain somebody, or do you have them and you're not going to tell me? Because either way, I can't think of Dream Doll being lonely. Honestly, I just I'm 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 not that lonely, but. When I want when I want to cuddle, I'm cuddling. But when I'm you know what I mean? Okay. Now look, I okay, so recently on my show I was telling the, the my people that I just bought a pocket pussy for the first time because I never had Oh, one. I always wanted to make a pocket pussy for my man. For my okay. pocket, my pussy. Let me tell you something. If you created a pocket pussy and you said, Look, everybody, it's a dream. You know, dream dolls, dream. Pussy. <laughs> I actually stuck my finger on one before. Yeah, no, I stuck everything in one the other night. But my question to you is, do you prefer toys or do you prefer a man? Like, because there's nothing like having a man where you can feel the... There's nothing like having a man. And right. And being intimate. And I love to kiss, so there's nothing like that. But well, sometimes when you just want to get it, especially now when I'm on the road and I can't, I have to focus because guys tend to make me lose focus sometimes. I don't know why, but they do. Um, 
I feel like the toys just get it done. And I don't, and I like multiple toys. Like it can't just be one thing. Like I, I be having my little collection, one on top, one in, um, you gotta be, um, and you know what I mean? People get real artsy with it. Wait, wait, so are you, so what type of guy do you, do you like the hood guy? Like, do you want a hood nigga from like the streets that nobody knows about? Do you want a celebrity? Because you've dated celebrities before, and that comes with a whole other social media thing that that gets out of control, right? Do you? What kind of guy do you want? Do you want somebody nobody knows, or do you want somebody that can kind of match your energy on the on the professional side? I be always going after the the the, the other the wrong one, but um, lately I just been wanting to be on the professional side where you got something to lose, I got something to lose. Facts. Back. Okay. We both got something to lose, baby. We gonna keep it real. Mm-mm. All right. So okay. <laughs> Wait. So let me ask you about the the new single. You know my body. Um. So we're hearing that your toys know your body. There's no particular man that knows your body. How did this? How did this song come about? And I know it's a part of a new Netflix project. That's so funny. Okay. Boom. So you know my body is like. Same thing goes for ah, 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 means multiple different things. That's actually a filling word that we use in New York, like this and that. So we'll be like, ah, I said, whatever, whatever. It's just like a filling word. So just like, you know, my body is like, for for example, I was talking the other day and um, somebody was like, oh, what could we expect off the project? Could we expect bars? Da, da, da. I'm like, you know, my body, like, like, you know, what's up. That's basically what I was saying. Not a guy, you know, my body. It's like, you know, my body, like, you know, what's up. Yeah, no, I know. If it would have been you know, my like, body. You know, my no, but listen, no, but listen, I, I'm not from, you know, I'm not from New York, so I don't know that. But I know, like, if I said, you know, my bodies, I would have a long list that would keep filled <laughs> up. <with pages. laughs> of course you would have thought that, right? <laughs> listen, how does it, how does it feel knowing that, like, as somebody who aspired to do music now has a song that's going in a movie on Netflix that like it's real, you know, because I think a lot of people that I come across, especially like a lot of upcoming artists who have dreams and aspirations of quote, making it, they really know what, they don't really know what making it means to them. But I mean, when you're in projects, when you're solidified with artists of your caliber who are named, I mean, how does that feel? Um, I feel like I have more stuff to do. Um, that's why I haven't like created a book or anything. Cause I feel like, I feel like I have more of a story to make and I, and I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm not happy, but I have more accomplishments to make more goals, like so much more things to do and so much things I'm doing right now that I, I didn't talk about yet. Like, you know, all that haven't came out yet. So I just feel like I'm like still growing as a flower. Mm. And so when you look at the landscape of women in hip hop and just hip hop in general and the fact that the that the doors are, are finally really opening, truly opening for women now, like they were in the nineties for women in hip hop, like Latifah, MC Light, Yo-Yo and all of the legends that we know. What what do you say about the progress that women in hip hop have made to not just be competitive with one another or provide opportunities for one another, but also be named right alongside the men? Like for me to be named? Just women in general, you know, to be able to have the landscape open up for all of you to share the stage with each other and alongside you know men who for a long time dominated hip-hop um i feel like it's very important that well i look up to a lot of people like even when i meet with like um like when i met with Khaled or timbaland or 
um, Diddy. Like I'm, I'm like a sponge around them. Like I feel like I have so much, so much to learn from them. Like it's more inspirational to me. Um, even like Kim, Kim is, you know, you know, Kim, super sweet, um, very honest. And, um, you know, I just feel like it's important that we all empower each other because we all can learn from each other, believe it or not. And it may be something that you're doing now that shit, I, I can learn shit from you, get little tips. We can all learn from each other. Mm-hmm. You know, it's no um, selfishness to me. Like, you know, I'm willing, I'm open book. I'm willing to give any information that anybody wants. Why do you think? Why do you think the industry pits women against each other? Why do you think they just can't? Because I don't really see it happening with the men. Even with the Drake and uh, Kanye album releases and the quote beef that they had, it was played out very quickly. But with women, it seems to kind of follow them. Why do you think that is? I feel like from the beginning of time, I feel like it's always been, and I feel like men started that. Um, I feel like it's always been one hot female or. They got to be against each other or out rapping each other. But I feel like they do it with anybody. Like when there's multiple people on a, on a record, it's always like who had the best first or this person. Like they all, it's, it's just a constant thing, I think, in hip hop. Because I never seen nobody do that with R&B, with R&B or when, when it comes to like singers and they all singing on the track, it don't be like, oh, who had the hardest verse? Like I never seen that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it stemmed from back in the days and it just follow us now. But nowadays, there's more females on rac- records walking, females even walking on men on records. So it's that's, no what, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. The, 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 the game has totally changed now. We're like, y'all are eating them up. And it's not about, you know, what women versus women. It's like the women versus the men. You know what I mean? Right. Just like the doll situation. They said something about the doll situation. I'm like, bro, there are a thousand littles and y'all worried about four dolls? Like, are you serious? <laughs> right if i hear one of y'all say i'm the original doll i'm going to go crazy because i do agree you should be whatever doll you want like everybody should be able to have their own identity their own sound their own records their own hip hop. yeah all sound different all from different places and it's no smoke at all when it comes to the doll situation like we got past that so I recently, um, I recently hosted the Baddies ATL reunion. Of course, you've grown way out of that. When you, I never. This is gonna sound crazy because I never really followed the franchise. I did not know you was a bad girl because you're so well behaved. You were bad. Come on, Jason. You know it takes um, time to be. You, you know, I changed a lot. Um, um, it's a part of my past. A part of my. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, people be talking about, like, I didn't know you was Tabitha from Baggers, though. It'd be so funny to me, because I'm like, bro, it's just a show. Like, you feel me? It's just like... It's a, it's, it's a platform. It's a platform. A platform. Mm-hmm. It was an opportunity. I took it. No, listen, but you know what I love about it, though? I love that, like, like you could use these different platforms to elevate the real talent, but it's not steps. get sucked into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's steps. It's literally steps. Like this, my yeah. you know the that I was walking on the staircase, that was me, and I have bad girls come from my backpack. I got love and hip hop in my backpack. I got everything I did while and all everything I did. I'm also my backpack. Yeah. Bartender, strip club. It's a part of my past. It made it made me who I am today. But yeah, I was. No, I love that. But I love that you used it all, Lord, sort of like a marketing tool, like I did, to just continue to elevate the real talent. Because when I see you, I don't see Wildin' Out, I don't see Love and Hip Hop, I don't see 
bad girls i see dream doll and i'm i'm so proud of you and i'm glad that you're continuing Thank to you. elevate. Means a lot man yeah no I'm, I'm i'm glad that you continue to elevate you know an in-person interview would be so much better because then we can really get into the tea because i could read that body language when you start to i know i know wait, but wait you be doing your in-person in, in la though right yeah, we're figuring it out because quarter one, you know, once we get through COVID, uh, you know, people want to be able to see the in-studio interviews again. I miss them. I miss sitting down with people. I miss being able to smell my guests and give them exactly. flowers. Well, what, so whenever how, you open, hopefully it can happen by next month when my project drop and I could come through, we could chop it up and we could do it in person next month. Absolutely. Then let me ask you one more thing. Have you caught COVID during COVID? Because I just got through COVID. Did you catch it? I, had the, I felt like I had the flu. I didn't really think I had COVID. Okay. And so how are like you staying safe? I was in the house. Literally, when people walk in my house, Jason, I was spraying them down with 99.9% alcohol from head to toe. Nice soling everybody down. I was I was I was in quarantine with my mom, my sister, my whole family. We was in the house. We didn't let nobody go out because remember they were saying that you would drop out in the street. Remember all the crazy stuff they were saying at the oh. beginning? When that it was from happened. When COVID first happened, I wouldn't even go get toilet paper. I would send my friend out, and I was like, "Yo, if you die, I'll take care exactly. of you." Right, Uber, Uber Eats will leave your stuff at the top of the steps and run away. Like it was crazy, but um, yeah, no, I I don't think I ever caught COVID. I felt like I had the flu because even when I took the COVID test, it was negative. So, what do you think about the vaccine? Are you getting vaccinated? I'm vaccinated. Oh. Okay. Well, let me know how that works out. I will. Hopefully I'll turn into a zombie. I'll let you know. <laughs> Shit. All right. Well, well, listen, you know my body. Can't wait to watch it and listen to you. And you always have an open door here at Hollywood Unlocked. We're here for you and want to Oh, I appreciate y'all. Y'all always supporting me, whether it's a new hairstyle, new music, new dance, new anything. Y'all always support me. I really fuck with y'all, Abby. Nah, we fuck with you too. All right. Well, listen, come back anytime. Thank you. Bye, Jason. Bye. All right, look, that was a great show. And make sure you keep coming back because we got all types of amazing interviews and topics that are going to make you go crazy. Uh-huh, that's right. That means like, subscribe, do everything you need to do to make sure you stay up to date with what we got going on. And ladies, stay tuned in because you know I have your back. And listen, make sure that you're commenting below because even though I say I don't read it on the show, that's all I do when it's over. Peace.